0: Welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where we will be highlighting stories of discipleship here at Crosspoint. My name's Josh, and I'm the Central Ministries pastor, and my heart beats discipleship, and I'm really honored to share these stories with you. Now, being a disciple of Jesus is to embody his life, empowered by the Spirit, and Jesus was always investing in a few others. And so as a church together, we've been studying the Great Commission found in Matthew chapter 28 during the month of September through our Sunday messages. And we're really trying to hone in on the last things Jesus said. He gives a couple of promises and a command that says, as you're going, make disciples of all people. And it's our mission here at Crosspoint to help people find and follow Jesus. And part of following Jesus is learning how to help others find and follow him as well. And so this podcast is highlighting a few of the stories where these kinds of relationships are happening here at Crosspoint and inspire others to do the same. And what's great about it is these are just normal people doing everyday life with compassion and intentionality for the glory of God and the sake of others. So Today we have guests J.C. Vickery and David Paul Hemberg from our Franklin campus joining me to have a conversation about their own experience with discipleship. Guys, welcome to the Find and Follow podcast. I'm really thankful for you guys to jump on here and share a little bit of your story. Uh, Our goal is to just share some of the stories of discipleship that's happening across Crosspoint. And so I really appreciate you guys jumping in with us. Yeah. yeah. Glad Absolutely. to be here. Yeah. So tell us, like, what's a snapshot of your stories? I'd love to just hear, you know, how you grew up, where you grew up, how you came to faith and just how you got here, you know, today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can start I can off? start.
1: Yeah. This is JC. Um, I'll start by sharing my story. I um, grew up in a ministry called Young Life um, and my dad was, uh, worked for them. Uh, so I grew up watching him really share the gospel with, um, with high school kids, Young life is ministry that targets high school, uh, kids throughout the country uh, really looking for lost kids. Um, so grew up going to camps and seeing all that. That's really my, that's really where my faith, faith story began. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, came to Christ through that at a young age and, um, got involved myself as I grew up and got, um, more into being able to participate. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, that's probably my first exposure to any kind of like discipleship or kind of going deeper into your faith. Um, they have a group called campaigners where it's really about men getting together, guys getting together or girls getting together and, and talking through, you know, big issues in your faith and working through life and, um, journeying through, through that together. So. And where'd you grow up? I grew up in Nashville. Um, yeah. So grew up in Brentwood, um, we moved here when I was in '92. When I was six years old. Okay. And um, so yeah, that my family's been here for a while, uh, and um, yeah, then moved to
0: moved away after. But yeah, 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 back my, now. My kids, uh, my kids have done some young life stuff. It's really big here. Yeah, um, it is. So we got exposed to a little bit back in North Carolina, but yeah, it's fascinating. It's a it was a big big following here. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah. My
1: uh, I have two brothers, and one of them works for Young Life now as well. So, gotcha. family business a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's cool. David Paul, how about you?
2: Yeah. Um. So I grew up in Auburn, Alabama. Um. War Eagle. And, yeah. Of course, War Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That goes without saying. But, <laughs> yeah. Um. And so I, you know, growing up, my family's always been, you know, involved in churches, and we would always, you know, move around churches. Um you know, growing up and stuff. And so something that I was always used to doing and like, you know, going to church on Sunday was, um, that's just like understood that mm-hmm. that's what I would do. But it was, you know, starting out, it wasn't really something I made my own. It was, I hear this from a lot of people my age. It was kind of like my parents' faith. Yeah. And that's just something that I participated in, but it wasn't my own. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, going throughout college, that's like, you know, one of the first independent stages of life when you're not like you know under your parents roof all the time Mm -hmm. um that's something where i realized it's you know it's not my own and i have to make it my own yeah and so i think it was just the the perfect storm of um getting involved in different small groups and like meeting with um some kind of like christian mentors and like i i kind of realized that it wasn't my own and then that's something that i made changes to like make sure that it was something that's you know, this isn't like my parents' faith. This is like mine. Yeah. Um. And so, um, I moved to Nashville about last July, so okay. a little over a year ago. Yeah. And then I uh, shopped around. I guess if you want to say that for different churches. Sure. And then, um, I've been going to Cross Point since September, okay. October, around in there. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten involved in uh like a men's young professional group. And then a little before that, that's when I saw um. There's like a mentor discipleship group, and then uh, I reached out to JC, and then we've been meeting ever since. That's so, cool, man. That's yeah. cool. What brought you to Nashville? Uh, work, work. So uh, I've always wanted to move to Nashville over the past couple of years because it's the perfect distance of like, you know, it's big city. Uh, it's far away from home, but not too far where yeah. I'm not able to take weekend trips. You mm-hmm. know, go yeah. to go to football games, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I uh, am in tech sales.
0: Okay. So. Yeah. Cool. And JC, what do you do for a living?
1: I uh, work in finance for a healthcare company.
0: Oh, cool! In Nashville, yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, sounds like y'all met then through this group, the discipleship mentor uh, type group. Talk to us about what that looks like. I'd love to hear both your perspectives on just like what that looks like, and then what are some of the benefits that's come from the relationship? Yeah, yeah. You want to start, Dave Ball?
2: Yeah. Um, so, uh, typically, when, when we first started, um, I think what was it? We were just trying to figure out like the first one or two meetings. We we're just kind of getting to know each other and seeing if it would be something where like we didn't hate each other. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> important. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think we bonded initially, first of all, because of Auburn stuff. And then also uh, like both of our backgrounds is accounting stuff. Yeah. So we're both both like nerdy kind of, you know, all about the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, So we, uh, what was it? One or two, one or two times that we met. And then um, you like suggested a book yep. that we could go through. And so that that's kind of been the theme of, uh, you know, what we do when we meet, we'll both have a book to go through. Mm. that we will read and just discuss. And, uh, this word on our third book. I think now. so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, it, you know, we meet, uh, every two, three weeks or so. Um, we both, you know, figure out what chapters and like what, what section we're going to read and yes. then we will meet and, and, uh like talk through takeaways and yeah. stuff like that. It's great. Yeah.
1: that's great. Yeah. Yeah, this is JC I'll add to that. We um I think it's been really great just to have these um set times where we're able to sit down together and catch up on life and what's going on and and you know what what are the what are the things that are hard for you recently? What are the things that you've been encouraged by recently? Um it's really just living life together. And yeah. and, and um talking about using the resources of these books and other materials and, um, the Bible that, um, that we can help guide through some of those, some of those things we're we're both going through and and learn from each other through that. That's great. That's great.
0: What prompted you to maybe want to lean in or search it out? And then I'd love to hear, let's, we'll start with you, Dave Paul, like what prompted you to want to lean in and search out like that kind of group?
2: Yeah. Um, that's always been really important to me um like even in college that's something that I was really looking for. Yeah. Um I just think it's so important for I mean really really anybody to um kind of be able to meet and speak with someone like a little bit older or like at least in a different life stage than them. Yeah. Um just cuz you have no experience outside of what stage you're in and somebody in like a higher stage not higher but you know a different stage they've already been through what you've been through. Mm. Um, so there's just like a lot of things that you can take from that. And yeah. it's like a lot of like, I guess, knowledge and wisdom yeah. that, you know, that you wouldn't have known otherwise. Yeah, so cool. I th- I think that's extremely important for anybody.
0: That's cool. A few steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what prompted you to start, start a group like that, man?
1: Yeah. Um, so the idea for the group really came, um, from a small group I was already in, um we were going through a verse by verse study of psalm 23 um, and i can't tell you exactly which verse it was but i remember feeling like um god was saying you have enough give more away mm-hmm. um and i didn't know what that meant um and um but one of the ways i learned about um or clarify for me what god is saying is by talking to people I respect. So my mentors and my people who've discipled me and helped me through my faith journey. So I started talking to them and, and a lot of them said, hey, this seems like something you're, you'd be good at and you are passionate about. Um, and for me, it was um, the concept of one-on-one and being able to meet with another guy um, and, and, and just talk about life and, and work through those things together. Uh, so that's how that idea was created. I worked with the group coordinator at, and the Franklin campus and kind of, how do we, do, how do we set this up? So yeah. we, we set up a group so people could sign up and, um, it was really just with the mindset that I know there are people, there are people in the church right now, um, that have so much knowledge and wisdom and so much ha- have walked in their faith, um, and the, the concept of being able to link those older, a little bit older, more experienced members of our church with, um, men and women who are a little bit younger and can learn for that or are seeking to grow. Yeah. Um, and so it's been, it's been a good, um, group. Um, we've kind of seen, um, people sign up occasionally here and there. And so we've been kind of working through that and figuring out how to connect with, uh, with people who can walk through and disciple and, um, and i will say specific to david paul i was uh, when we first met i was very impressed that you know he he had just moved here you know kind of starting out his career and um that he would seek something out like this um and be so intentional about that um at an early stage because i i do think it's so important to have that um foundation uh in your life and be able to have those um, conversations yeah so, yeah
0: you mentioned you had some people, some mentors, some people to invest in you. Where, um, is that just along the way as uh, friends, family, bosses? What? Who was it that poured into your life? Yeah. Um, or continues to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think
1: one of the biggest mentors I had or most of the, or a couple of the mentors I had were in um, that same Young Life ministry. Okay. Um, so there was a uh, leader that, uh, worked for my dad at the time but he took an interest in me uh he's probably 15 years older or so but and we would just have lunch together um have breakfast together and just talk about life and faith and uh he was a, a wise uh was still is a wise christian leader and yeah. uh he actually started a church out, out in Fort Collins um and so um he's he's been a great boy he did a marriage counseling and stuff like that so yeah. he's been a really constant um positive encouraging and um you know, faith developing presence in my life. Yeah. Um. And then there's there were other leaders through through that 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 really kind of had the same kind of impact and inputs. Um. Awesome. My dad is also a, has been a very good, yeah, very big impact to me. That's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, one of the things I think that uh, folks get tripped up on a good bit is either man, I don't feel like I have something to give, mm-hmm. or uh, that's really kind of scary to kind of seek out a relationship like like you did with this. You know what I mean? So can y'all talk to us about some of those fears and how you overcame some of those fears? Uh, David, Paul, let's start with you. Like, did you have any of those apprehensions at first moving to a new city? You're like, nah, man, I'm gone. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, Nashville is a big change from Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> um, but it's something that I've always prioritized. Like, you know, I'm not the best at it, but you know, it's always something that's um, you know, it's always been important to me. And the way I see it is, you know, if I if I get started now, I'm you know, I'm gonna be ahead instead of starting it, you know, five, ten years or even like if I'm comfortable doing it. Yeah. Um and generally if something makes me uncomfortable, that's probably a sign that I need to do it. And so I try to like push myself out there and um you know, some of the things that I'm always nervous of you know, if I'm reaching out to somebody and, you know, asking them if they, you know, want to meet, um, one of my biggest things is I don't want to, like, waste their time. Yeah. I, like, don't know what to talk about or, you know, it's like, yeah, well, you know, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Um, So that's, you know, a big concern for me. But, um, you know, it's just something you have to work past and just yeah. like, shake off the nerves. And, you know, everybody has something to talk about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was that's something that I'm always concerned of. But sure. I think I think we worked through it for yeah. the most part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I mean, I heard compound night. interest start now. Exactly. Or later, I heard risk. I was like, it's like you guys Finance. are in numbers yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So how about you, JC? Yeah. I think
1: I I definitely had a lot of uh, fear and anxiety really leading into even just starting the group and not knowing like. I don't, how could God use me? Like, I, I don't like, While I had, I grew up in some Christian areas. I did not study Christianity. I didn't, I didn't feel like I knew enough about it. Um, and, um, but I do feel like it's, there was a, I remember seeing, um, a sermon, um, and Kevin was talking about what this kind of describing what this looks like. And I remember he, he, use the visual of a chair, um, a camping chair that he took out. And he said, you know, just set it down and set up there with his neighbor. I think it was his neighbor. He said, he sat down, talked to, and just had a casual conversation about life. And I think it's really like at the end of the day, I think it can be as simple as that. Um, Mm -hmm. and that we're just, you know, looking to have conversations and learn more about each other and grow deeper. Um, and I I think that's, um, I, it's sc- it can be scary for sure stepping into that um, and but I think there's there's so much value and so much reward that you get from taking that leap and, and I think it can be it can be simple and that's why it, it, we set this up to be hey we're just gonna grab lunch we're just gonna grab coffee yeah it could be thirty minutes it could be an hour whatever um so I think that's been a
0: but there is something about doing that regularly that compound interest of relationship and trust really? absolutely. And then that wisdom, knowledge, accountability, challenge, whatever the case may be, as you, you I've just seen it over time. It's like, man, as those things grow, it's really impactful how uh, the relationship builds. And, I mean, you go through hard times together. You go through successes together. It's a, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same boat. Some people who really poured into me and people I've had a chance to invest in. And these are people that, you know, um, I'm indebted to. I'm yeah. deeply indebted to. Uh, so, this podcast coincides with uh, a series that uh, looks at the Great Commission in Matthew 28, where Jesus says, All authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. And therefore, as you're going, you know, make disciples of all the peoples, mm-hmm. baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I've commanded. And he says, like, I love this promise he gives. He says, And lo, I'm with you to the end of the age. Like, yeah. It's almost like he's saying, Hey, this is the work, I've got the authority. And I've got the presence to give you. So, so, so jump in. You know, so I I'm curious, how have you experienced Jesus presence in the relationships, the discipleship relationships that, that either here or other ones that you've had? How have you experienced presence in Jesus? Yeah, I can I can take that to start. Um really
1: I, I've been amazed how like I felt like I when we started meeting and stuff like that, um, felt like I was gonna have to give so much and it and it's it's, I really felt like I've received so much Mm -hmm. from these things. Um, and, um, I hope it's, I hope it's gone both ways, but I feel like I've been the (laughs) beneficiary of the relationships uh, we have and being able to dive into things that, um, that, you know, we both have struggled with and, um, and, um, hear what, how God speaks through, um, through both of us and being able to hear, um, hear hear that and david paul and, and what he's uh what we've talked about through uh through our meetings and yeah so
0: yeah have you experienced jesus presence
2: um i mean there's there's a lot of different ways um but you know previous and uh present mentors something that's been really helpful f- for me and my journey is you know like i i learned a lot of things i feel like you know god will show me a lot of things about myself that I haven't learned uh, or that I just, like, haven't seen. Um, and I feel like for me, it's so easy to get uh, tunnel vision and, you know, I'm only seeing what's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're meeting with with people, you know, once every several weeks or, you know, once a month, however uh, often. Um, it, in the past, it's I've had a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm, like, talking about an issue or, like, a problem that I'm going through. Um, and you know, like I said, it's like, I can only see what's right in front of me. Yeah, I don't see everything else around. And so I think it's easy. Uh, it's, it's good for me when somebody else has a different perspective Mm. and it's like, okay, well, you've had these problems in the past and this is how you've gotten over them. And it's, you know, just things that I'm not even aware of. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm just in the moment and like, you know, I don't know. Um, so like a lot of things that has been shown, to me about myself, which I had no idea, like I'd never even recognized it. So I think, you know, it's, it's been really helpful that, you know, I'm always praying that, um, you know, I'm always aware of certain situations that I'm in. And I think God's used the people in my life, like mentors and, um, people like that. They, I think God's used them to show me a lot about myself that I didn't know before. Yeah. Is that positive and negative too? Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important. Let's, let's draw some of that out because, you know, one of the things is is man, it's it's helpful like, to see conviction of sin or hey, man, I don't know if you recognize this blind spot or something. So that's one aspect of it that's really good. But then there's also this this reality that man, man, you've got these gifts that are amazing. Here's how I saw it show up in these different ways. And so this kind of perspective is critical, especially in a, a culture that's continuing to push individualism. You know, especially like we're more phone, more, everything's individualized. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to commend this relationship and these kinds of relationships for this reason. So let's talk a little bit about how, how do you go about that? Hey, pointing out the good or pointing out some faults in one another. What's the, what are some tips on how to go about doing that so that you don't get punched in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or you don't skirt the truth. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. This is JC. I'll, I'll I'll start this one. I think, um, we, I think, I think you have to build that trust base first. Um, and that takes these conversations and meeting and, um, you know, anytime you start or you meet someone, even, you know, not, even not church related, if you meet someone new, um, you don't lead with those things usually. Um, maybe the positive things are a little bit easier to lead with, but, um, but establishing that trust base and that, i have your best interest or i'm i'm seeking the kingdom um through this uh relationship yeah. uh on your behalf and um and uh so especially for those ne- like if there's those negative things I, I think one of the challenges that for personally for me i struggle with is yes being being uh someone who can be um you know push on those things that need to be need to be addressed and um figuring out you know the right way to, to, to make sure people are challenged and held accountable to those things. So definitely a, definitely a balance. That's a tough
0: one. I mean, it is, this is, I always say, man, when we're bumping up against this kind of stuff and you start to get butterflies, you know, it's just like, okay, maybe this actually is a pretty good thing to try to lean into. You got, you got any stories of anything like that? Or, I mean, yeah, you don't have to air out everything here, but is there, is there any stories of how y'all either called good things or things out in one another?
2: Um, I like I don't I'm not thinking of anything super specific. Um, but I guess from the other side of this, you know, you're saying how you know we call each other out and different things. Um, I think in order for someone to call you out, I think in the beginning you have to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's you know I've talked about this before, but it's you know kind of like going to a doctor and like you you're not honest about like the problems that you have. Yeah. So if he gives you like an answer, it's not going to be the correct answer, you know, or if he's going to like tell you about a problem, it's not going to be correct because you're not honest with him or, or yourself. Um, so, you know, in order for someone to, you know, call you out in a good or bad way, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to be honest with them and it's, you know, sometimes those things are uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, I don't think it's appropriate in every setting. You know, if you're in a giant small group, you probably don't want to air everything out in front (laughs) of everybody. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, That's the benefits of kind of like these one-on-one, uh, like what we're doing here. Um, you know, you're able to be honest and open with that one person. So yeah. they're able to be like, okay, you know, this is great. Or, hey, like I would be careful about what you're doing, X, Y, Z.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's That's a great point because it, it, there is a lot of wisdom. You don't have to tell everybody everything, mm-hmm. but there are a couple of people you know, mm-hmm. who need to be in your life in such a way that, that they can see and know know you and, and, and love you through whatever it is, you know? So yeah, that's, that's really good. I think that's a really good point. And I love that doctor analogy. I'm a still
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Um, are there any verses or passages that support or undergird like your desire for this? Like, I'm just, you know, there's days you're going to wake up and like, man, I don't want to get together or whatever. Or, oh, you know, maybe you're not, but but at some point, what do you lean on for stability to, to really say, no, man, this is, this is what God is, is calling us to. This is part of the kingdom. This is What are some of the passages or, or truths that you hold on to? Um, you,
2: do, you know, one that I can think of, not the whole verse, but, I mean, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's like, that goes without saying. But, I mean, I think that's true in any point. But if you're by yourself doing things alone, you know, you don't sharpen yourself. So. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. Contrary to what culture says, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for me, this JC, um, I think, um, really Paul's letters, um, and just how he modeled, um, I don't know if I could think of specific verse right now, but how he modeled, um, sharing the gospel and, um, um, and having building community with new churches and church plants and stuff like that. I think that's, um, and, and doing that, all that in the situations he was in. And if he could do that, then I should, you know, I should be able to do a breakfast. And
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. There's a verse in Thessalonians. I think it's first Thessalonians too. He says, not only did we share the gospel with you, but we shared our very lives Mm. and you yourselves knew what kind of men we were among you. Mm. so there's this like, there's this ability. I mean, I think he's, he really is modeling for us in those letters. Like, man, I didn't just come in, blow him, say something, get out of there.
1: I lived among you.
0: you saw how he lived. Yeah. I, yeah. Love, I love, I love just the relational aspect of, of it. It's, and that's what we're trying to do here on this podcast, just demystify it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times discipleship can get framed up as, you know, oh, super spiritual people only do that stuff. And it's like. Discipleship is happening every day, everywhere. The mm-hmm. question is to what, <laughs> yeah. <not> whom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so I, I tell you what. What would be some encouragement if there's anyone listening here who's like, oh, I really want to jump in, either as somebody that like, man, I'm ready to give some stuff away, or as somebody who's like, man, I, I could really benefit from a mentor. What would be some encouragement that you would give folks uh, to maybe lean in and trust that this prompts that they might be feeling? Yeah.
1: Um, this is JC. I think. I would say, I mean, it's, I think a lot of times, like you said, it's uh, discipling and discipleship can feel like an overwhelming term and concept. Um, and I I think it's like we've talked about, I think it's simpler. I I think it's, I think it can be simple, um, as kind of having the community and the relationships and the conversations that you're having with normal people every day. Um, you know, those will be faith-based, but, um, but having that, kind of reaching out to people and, and, and having conversations and just asking them about their life and what's their story and, uh, where, where have they been, where, where are they going and, and, uh, where they are in their faith. And, um, so I I think a lot of times I've thought about this as, Oh my gosh, I gotta go out in front of people I don't know and share my testimony and it's gotta be inspiring. And yeah. I, I don't mine doesn't I don't feel like mine's inspiring. Um or, or my story is important enough um to to help others. But I do know, especially now, um through through some of these relationships, that no matter what your story is, God can use it to lift others up. Um and uh so I think that's yeah.
0: It's, yeah that's true. The testimonies that have a lot of details or, or whatever, uh, they often get embellished. not embellished, but they often get platformed a lot more. But uh, I'll never forget one of my mentors said, Josh, it takes the same amount of grace to save a child as it is somebody who was running from the Lord for 50 years. It's the same amount of grace. Mm-hmm. So, man, your story matters because yeah. you know, it's yours. Yeah, God yeah. puts us in relationships with people who, who uh, I don't know how he does it. He's really wise, you know, <laughs> but he seems to put us in relationships with people where... Our story has impact. Yeah, know. it's like it, like David Paul said. If you're honest about, you know, all the contours of our story. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Um. Yeah. How about you, man? You got any encouragement you'd love to share with anybody?
2: Um. I mean, I think this is something that, you know, if if you're coming from the, if you're receiving or giving, you know, the discipleship. I guess sure. if you want to call <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Um it's something that pushes you out of your comfort zone. And I think anything that pushes you out of your comfort zone is going to, you're going to benefit from it. Yeah. Um, So I think it's something that everybody should do. You know, Um, I don't think it's something that uh, you you have to be necessarily, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be ready for it. So it's something that, you know, once you dive in, you just have to take the first step and then I think it's going to benefit you no matter what. So,
0: yeah. Uh, Somebody said there's no, there's no path until you take the first step. Exactly. That's all theory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I've heard Kevin say before, he's like, "Our growth zones outside our comfort zone." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is. That's yeah. a great. I think that's a really good point. That's. A, and so it is. I, I, I would. I would jump in on that and just encourage you. To say, if you're listening to this and you're like, "Man, I really want," take that first step, whatever that is. Join a group. Join a serve team, or or if you if there's somebody that you really look up to, just reach out to them. Or if the Lord's put somebody on your heart that you know you have compassion for, and you know a little bit of their story, and you think by God's grace you might have a little something to offer like reach out yeah, yeah. see where it goes yeah absolutely go, see where let's it go. goes. yeah let's dream a little bit together um what might middle tennessee look like if uh if uh, more followers of christ took the mantle up of just taking a little bit of time and investing in one or two others and yeah um it's jc again
1: um I've thought about this a lot, especially over the last few years, um, pandemic, uh, COVID, everyone being locked in their, their homes. And, um, I feel like, especially with social media these days, sometimes it can be, um, so, um, divisive, um, and it amplifies the extremes. Um, and so, I feel like if we got more people to sit down together face to face and talk, I think we would realize we actually are a lot more, uh, we have a lot more in common than we are different. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I even think if you, you put these people that seem to be on extremes in the same room and they just got to talk, um, that you'd have a lot of more resolution, um, a lot more, um, love Mm -hmm. in this community. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's the way God intended for uh relationships to be and uh for community to be. So Yeah. 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 What do you
2: think? Uh I mean I think JC <laughs> hit the nail on the head with that <laughs> yeah. one. So I honestly don't have <laughs> much more to add. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I wonder, could we put a dent in loneliness? Can we mm. put a dent in um spiritual growth? Can we put a dent in maturity where even when we do differ, can we do it winsomely? You yeah, know, with compassion. Mm-hmm. I'm. I want to give it a shot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Shot. All right, uh, David Paul. One question I do have for you is: like, man, do you see? uh do you see the things that maybe JC has poured into you? And I know this is sort of a mutual type of thing, but is the things he's given you so far, do you, I mean, what's the possibility of like having received from JC from others? And it sounds like maybe you're already doing this, but like, what's the possibility of you turning and giving that away as well?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely something that um, I could be doing. And, you know, like I mentioned, like different stages of life. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, stages below there's, you know, I'm fresh out of college. So it's below that's college, then high school, middle school, whatever, you know, some people are better at certain groups sure. than others. But, yeah. um, you know, I think it's, I think you should start this at any age when, yeah. you know, meet somebody a little bit older, a little bit wiser than you. Um, so it's definitely something that, you know, young life is similar. It's college to high school, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. yep. Um, so, I mean, I think that's something that, like, I think there's certain things that you know you have to have established in order. You have to be you know good at speaking, um, but I think it's something that people my age, you know, I'm 25. Yeah, I think that's something that's great for people to do. It pushes you out of your comfort zone, like we were talking about. Um, and I, th- I think that's something that everybody should at least try once. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I, when I reflect on particular, there's a guy named George who took me under his wing. When I reflect on like just a lot of, I mean, it was really just like, man, here's let's read the Bible together. Let's pray together. Mm-hmm. I mean, he taught me how to share my faith with others. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd walk with me through issues that I was working through at home and just how to think biblically, you know, and man, I, apart from salvation for my family, like I that's one of the kindest gifts the Lord's ever given. You know, I, I don't want to be a cul-de-sac of that goodness, man. Yeah. You know? okay. <laughs> um, and so, guys, thank you all so much for for jumping on here and sharing a little bit of your story. I'm really encouraged sure. by your hearts, by your passion, you know, by your consistency, and uh, I, I feel real good about just the stories that are just bubbling up in Crosspoint, man, of just guys like yourself being super intentional with what Christ has asked us to do. So, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank for you for having us. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Find and Follow podcast. We will be dropping a new episode every Wednesday featuring different pairs of people from within Crosspoint's community sharing about their discipleship experiences. If you'd like to get updates about future podcast series we will be releasing, like our upcoming Advent podcast, sign up to receive our email updates at crosspoint.tv slash podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you go back and grab Sunday's message with Pastor Kevin at crosspoint.tv slash watch now. And follow us on social media at crosspoint.tv on Facebook and Instagram. Now next week, you don't want to miss our next story of discipleship as we continue the conversation on Making Disciples.